We are here at Ball Arena after game two of the Stanley Cup final, Tampa Bay Lightning versus Colorado Avalanche. Colorado wins 7 nothing. I don't think anyone expected that. We definitely didn't. The first off, again, the crowd, awesome. Mm-hmm. All the small things was As always. awesome. Uh, there was also My Worst Enemy by uh, Lynn. Mm-hmm. It was also a great performance. That seems to be the talking points of the game, and not this game because not the greatest hockey game. I'm surprised that you included the uh, the the lightning in your oh they actually played <laughs> yes it was this was probably the worst game i think the lightning have played in their current championship era yeah when you look at vasilovsky this is actually the most goals he's allowed in a playoff game I believe it's tied for the most he's ever allowed in a single game mm-hmm. this is one where why don't you pull him why don't you do this and john cooper said it best i don't think vasilovsky would have left that he's a competitor yeah. he he probably took some of that personally how that game went out uh some of those goals weren't great for sure but you also can't win if you can't score. And Absolutely. The Tampa Bay Lightning didn't score. What happened in this game? Uh, the Avalanche happened. Like their the, their forecheck is maybe the best forecheck I've ever seen. Like they they are relentless. Their system is designed to hem a team in. Um, it is it is absolutely remarkable what they're able to accomplish. And look, Tampa's not a, like obviously not a slouch. No, they're, they're not. They're they clearly have a deep roster. They clearly have great defenders, great puck moving defenders, wingers who can activate you know out of their zone. And yet. All the, all the Avalanche did was completely hem them in, completely just keep them behind, even behind their own net, not even in their own zone. It was, it was remarkable. And, and the Lightning, they, what, what else they did is they just didn't let them generate any offensive momentum. None whatsoever. They didn't get any sustained pressure in the Avalanche zone. They didn't really test Darcy Kemper. Like, he had a shutout. He had 17 saves. But none of them were really grade-A chances. The, the Avalanche played, as Jared Bednar said, as close to a perfect game as you can get from your players. And... Look what happened. They have a 2-0 series lead as it goes back to Tampa. And it didn't take long, actually, after the game for both Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman to come talk to the media, which is a very key thing. Uh, they were ready to take accountability for what happened in that game, and they were saying, you know what, not our best game, obviously. We want to move on. John Cooper was probably as dejected as we've heard him kind of throughout the playoffs after yeah. that game. Uh, but he, at the same time, says, you know what, it's Still got a lot of hockey to play. Let's not forget, they were trailing 2 nothing to the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers are not as good of a team as the Colorado yes. Avalanche. A great team on their own and will mm-hmm. be a good team for a long time. But this is an Avalanche team that everyone kind of expected to be in this spot regardless. And they kind of took advantage of that. Look at the Colorado Avalanche, though. It just seemed like, like I don't believe Nathan McKinnon scored. No, Nathan McKinnon did not score. Kill McCarthy scored twice. Uh, Landis Cog didn't score. It was all the depth guys. And I guess we can't call Nachushkin a depth guy. He's obviously playing the top mm-hmm. line. But it's these guys. The fact that Colorado can get scoring from anywhere. Darren Helm, for example. Yes. Uh, Barakovsky, who, who did leave the game injured, and we don't know his current We status. didn't get an update on him, no. So the fact that not only could they play good defense, they got the good goaltending, but they're just scoring from everywhere. Yeah, I mean, look, when, whenever Darren Helm scores a goal, you know your depth <laughs> players are, are rolling. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm a ton gonna, of breakaways, and Darren Helm would score one of them. A ton of breakaways, a, a shocking amount, and a shocking amount of off the like off the rush plays as well, shorthanded and and man, and and even strength. Like Kale McCarr short, scored a shorthanded goal off the rush that just by just picking a corner on Vasilevsky. I mean, look, Vasilevsky wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. He wasn't good. Four and goals in the first 16 shots. Exactly. And also, at the end of the day, like, he did. Valerian Tushin should have a hat trick yeah. at this game. Yes. That was one of the nicest saves I've ever seen Vasilevsky make. And yet, that was in a game where he allowed seven goals. Now, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 that just goes to show what playoff hockey is like. But, man, the, the, like, this Avalanche team, they're, they're just so deep from, from top to bottom. And you know what? A player, I don't have any stats in front of me, so maybe, you know, they're going to come at me. But... A player that really kind of impressed me is in his first game back, Andrew Cogliano. Very he, much so. He was Very. in the middle of everything. He seemed to really be pushing the play. And no offense to uh, Obey Cabell, Nicholas Obey Cabell, but like, you know, that's a veteran guy. You want to have, you know, he has some speed. He's very dependable, you know, and he clearly, he was in on a couple of goals. It was, it, this was like, 
It was, it was as close to a perfect game as I've seen a hockey team play. It's, it's remarkable. So if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning, you obviously want to forget this game pretty quickly. And Absolutely. If, I'm not an NHL coach, but the first thing you're I would not? do. Not. But no. first thing I would do was delete the tape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> watch it again. Burn it. There's, delete there's it. There's nothing you can really take away from that. You could say, oh, well, we did this wrong. Yeah, they knew. That, everyone knew what happened. At a certain point, about three or four goals in, they stopped playing at the kind of – this is almost – I can't say they stopped trying – but they didn't push the pressure anymore. And now for the Lightning, what do you do to rebound going back on? I mean, you have to you have to just trust in yourself. Like that I think that's what that that's essentially what the, the main talking point was in all the scrums after this game was we believe in this group, we know what we can accomplish, we haven't been playing good, but these are two really good teams and we're gonna come out and, and show our best and look we can never discount this lightning team nope. in this era especially in a series before they played a game at home mm -hmm. because that matters clearly the, the crowd here clearly mattered to the avalanche it's gonna matter in tampa too um this is like look you don't win back-to-back -back cups without going up against the ropes mm -hmm. and although this was as about as about as thorough of a defeat as i've ever seen um especially given the stakes uh, you can't count them out, and I think that the te the Lightning team that we're going to see in game in game three is going to be vastly different than the, than the teams we've seen in game one and two. It'll be really interesting to see. Are we coming back to Denver for game five? That is that's going to be tough. I think we will, but I don't think we'll be going back to Tampa. I still think we will. Really? Oh, well, you know what? You're I, I I admire optimism. All right. Well, we're off to Tampa. The team's going to be off to Tampa. Everyone's going off to Tampa. Getting ready for the next part of this series, games three and four. We'll see you soon.